Hi there, this is Beatrice Yakubu from Simple Family Business, where we teach you how to build with your child fun, fruitful family business. How do I know it? That is exactly what I did with my two daughters, and I'm on a mission to help you as a parent to be able to start and build that business that would give you your time back, as I often say, you would have the opportunity to have an influence in the life of your children, to be with your children more than you could ever imagine, to influence their life, to kind of bring them up the way that you desire or you choose to, uh, rather than being pressured to, uh, to, to get them to be coming up the way that society decides. So in terms of today's podcast, I'm going to talk about and I'm going to answer this question on how do I get my child to listen to me or to have interest whatsoever in a, in in my business or even in you know just being even productive. Now, in terms of children, if you are a parent, there are so many three things that I want to discuss as far as this podcast is concerned. That is you respecting your child. Um, number one and number two is that you are having the skills to be able to help the child to you know to, to to do whatever it is that you are asking them to do and of course last but not the least is for you to um, actually you know find what it is that they're interested in because at the end of the day interest is important so Let's get started. I, finally, I'm going to be starting a way of finding their interest because interest drives everything. You know, even us as parents, uh, when you are not interested in something, you know, it can be very, very difficult for you to feel motivated to do it, right? So obviously for children, it's even worse because for them, especially if they're teenagers, you know, the hormones are kicking in and uh, a lot of changes are going on in their lives. Uh, sometimes that can be a challenge as far as them accepting what you tell them is concerned. And even when it comes to you uh, leading the vision, because I always call that a vision, because you can see further based on your experience and other things. They haven't seen that before. They haven't experienced anything in life before. And for that reason, it can be quite challenging for them to accept you and to accept your ideas. But here is the thing. When it is something that is of interest to them, guess what? They will. They will listen because it is in their interest as well. And it's usually, I what I find is that, and this is an example from when I was starting, I had to, um, to think about some of these things critically because if it is something that they enjoy doing, so for instance, for my daughters, I don't really cajole them into doing anything uh, all i am doing is that i am the strategist um helping them to to live the lives of the, their desire i would say to do the things that they they love to do so you being the i mean you you being the strategist and helping them uh would only work if what you're doing is or what you want them to do is based of their interests what do I mean? For instance, when we started, it was social media. And as I've often said, uh, my, my reason for 
choosing social media marketing was not for me. Because if it was for me, surely not. <laughs> I would not want to be on social media, not for any reason. But of course, it was for them because I knew that they loved social media and I knew that, uh, you know, they would want, they would be happy if I gave them the thumbs up to be on social media. So for me, that was the hook in terms of getting them to do what they love and also getting them to get to where they are now, where I am uh, basically directing them uh, what to do in terms of how to do things rather than the, um, I mean, the strategy, as I say, rather than the how, because the how they know it, you know, both of them have been self-taught, even though I bought courses, I bought courses, they didn't touch any of my courses. Um, they just went on YouTube and found the information and, you know, carried on on a day-to-day basis to, to, to do their thing. Now, for yours, your children, it might not be social media, but uh, I heavily doubt it because most of our children, um, they were born into social media. And for that reason, you know, social media is, I would say, their bread and butter every day. They want to be on social media. But even if uh, social media is in the place that your child is quite passionate about, there are other things that your child could be uh, interested in. And the things I hear is about writing. So somebody will say, my child is interested in writing. My child is interested in uh, uh, creativity, so creative subjects. These are massive skills that entrepreneurs want, whether you, you believe it or not. These are skills that entrepreneurs desire. You only need to go to Upwork and you see how many entrepreneurs are on this platform asking people uh, for their skills. And what skills are they that they're asking us to do for them? as freelancers, uh, you know, uh, writing is one of them, which is copywriting. So for instance, your child might not, uh, uh, from being a child, know how to do copy, like a sales copy, for instance. But of course, if they perfect their writing skills gradually, they are going to be able to understand it in that concept. Uh, of course, if you are guiding them, uh, they are going to understand in that concept and then it will come naturally because that is what they love to do. Also, so those who are also into the creativity industry, um, for instance, uh, for, for Vanessa, my, one of my daughters, Vanessa uh, like, loved creativity. And all along, we have always thought that she was going to be a photographer. She was going to be an artist. Those were the two, um, the two things that I have always thought she would be. But guess what? She didn't do any of them. Uh, yes, the photography aspect, she did a bit of it when she did content creation. And now she calls herself, um, what's her word? She calls herself ex-content uh, creator because a retired content creator, which is really funny. At age 16, she has already retired from uh, from that aspect of work. But uh, she has moved on from there to be able to, to start a web design uh, program based off the skills that she has been building over the years. So obviously, um, start if your child is interested in creativity subject, that is a massive opportunity for them. 
So for creativity, they can do web design, they can become um, a logo, they can do logo designs, and they can do um, they can do funnels. So for instance, uh, Vanessa is very good at funnels as well, designing uh, sales funnels for entrepreneurs uh, who would pay her, you know, and it's, it's interesting when your child get to that level because uh, it's, it, well, of, obviously the money is good, but even getting them to interact with people that they would never under any circumstance or under natural circumstance had been in connect in connection with or had been exposed to uh, is just amazing. It's all because of what their passion. So when they're passionate about the thing that they're doing, it is it comes naturally. And when they are learning it, and that's why you come in as a parent because then you are supporting them with sometimes even researches and sometimes ideas uh, that will get them forward in terms of what they really, really want to do. So yes, um, you know, uh, doing what the child is interested in is the main thing as far as getting them to, uh, you know, work with you <laughs> is concerned. Now, the next point is also, um, I mean, I did talk about finding their interest. The next point is also to um, to respect them. Now, in terms of respect, I'm it is 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 fascinating um, how much we I you know and I stand corrected on this one how much we disrespect our children and yet we want our children to respect us. And I'm saying this to us the um, uh, those of us from Africa and. Uh, I, I feel because that's my origin and I know how we are dis we were dis I was disrespected as a child and yet I'm still expected to respect my parents you know hundred percent and and then yes I I would respect and I respect my mom you know my I love my mom to bits uh, and I respected my dad up until he passed but this was sometimes I think about it deeply and it's like a false respect, you know, like it is not, it is not how I wanted to be treated. So for that reason, I feel that in other form for my child to respect me wholeheartedly and to respect me deeply, I feel that I should respect them. And, and human beings, how we are, we tend to reciprocate things so that is, and it's the same in marketing as well. When they say give and it shall be given, um, you know, uh, well, I think it's, it's, well, in the Bible it says ask and it shall be given. In marketing is give and it shall be given. And it's all based of the fact that when you rest, when you give somebody, the person feel like, uh, you know, they owe you something to give back. And, and, and that is the concept. And also, even if you just think about it, normally just in the normal our normal day-to-day -day lives when you get when you're on the road you know british don't smile very much but <laughs> yeah when you're on the road you're meeting someone on the opposite side just think about it when you smile at the person usually the person will smile back it is just it is just nature it's just natural that we we kind of reciprocate things done to us and as if you are somebody who has any inclination to the law of attraction, 
and and it's, it's, it's the same thing what you send out comes back to you and for that reason when you project to your children and you see them and not as just children you know and you see them as um uh, you see them as humans that's number one and you see them as people who would be who have equal rights as you as the adult and then you also see them as as people that you would need you know at every stage of your life because it believe it or not you know we when we have children and we we keep saying that you know I, I can't wait for them to grow up i can't wait for them to grow up. but guess what we will always need them at every stage in our lives when they're children we need them uh, because they, they they bring us fulfillment when they are growing up we still need them uh, to, to 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 live in harmony and then when they grow up we still need them because you know when we are older what would we be doing if you don't if, if your child is not even close to you so if we decide to treat our children not just as children and treat them as human and treat them as people who are uh, at par with us as far as um, dignity and respect is concerned you know certainly uh, when we tell them things they listen i i have been listening to a, a lady called um, Patrice Washington on her Redefining Wealth podcast. So Patrice is one of uh, America's uh, money ladies who has moved, you know, her message from just chasing money to actually finding fulfillment in you and working in your purpose. I love her dearly. Now, Patrice, uh, in her book, uh, Redefine Wealth for Yourself, talked about how they used to reduce her to tears, you know, and, and when I was reading that, I was just thinking, wow, I, I didn't know that even for people who grew up in America would have that kind of uh, treatment like us who grew up in Africa. Because being reduced to tears used to be a daily thing. And for that reason, that for me, for instance, it just made me to build a kind of... Um, resilience because i didn't like being talked down to i didn't like being insulted so i would work so hard so that i don't i don't step on anybody's toes i don't step on uh you know i don't i don't do anything that would even get my mom to be upset so and uh, you know that is how i grew up and of course, I know that that wasn't the right thing. I mean, my mom, bless her, she had to do whatever she had to do to, to help us to grow up. But of course, that wasn't the best thing, um, way of growing up. And also, if you look at how we were being reduced to tears and being insulted, or sometimes even just being beaten for nothing, you just do nothing and somebody will beat you, you know. Here we in, in the UK, we say that, oh, the children don't want to sit with us. I can tell you why. Because when we were children, we did I did not sit with adults. In the first instance, as a child, you are not allowed to, um, you, you, you are seen and not, uh, you are seen and not heard, that's the term. And, and then when they see you, even, they are sending you for, one errands or the other all the time that you even have no quality time to sit with your parents so uh, for me i have always prayed that i wouldn't the things that i didn't like about my growing up years that is what i would not do for my with my children 
and and also the things that I feel that should have been done to me I would do same to my children so in terms of in a nutshell if you want your children to listen to you respect them like you respect yourself and they would also respect you back last point and last but not the least is for you to upskill yourself now for most of us it is it I, I, I don't know why we just refuse to learn you know and i've had that i i was one because and especially as a nurse once you finish school that's it you know some of us we have never read even a magazine we don't read any book we don't read any anything we don't read any material we don't upskill ourselves and if you don't don't read things guess what is going to happen your children would have more ideas than you guess what even even as i am reading there are certain things that they know more than me but at least the gap is not that big and i feel that i was here before them so how come that i can just throw my hands in the air all the time and, and i don't mean that you know calling them occasionally to support you help you with one or two things but for some of us and or, and I would say until I started my personal development, most of the things I used to call my children to do, uh, come and do this, come and do that, come and do that. What then happens is that they feel like, why can't you learn it? You know, you have, you, why, why are you not learning simple things that will just make you also feel confident in yourself rather than relying on them? Again, when we were growing up, our parents would rely on us, even despite the abuse, they would still call you to do the things for them that they can't do for themselves. But then here, they, 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 our children are also living in a society where there are other cultures and other parents who are doing these things for themselves rather than relying on their children to do it for them. And for that reason, our children don't understand. They don't understand why, um, as Pastor Shimodo would say, you are sitting in the couch and then you call the child from, from the bedroom to come and get you a remote control uh, when you could just lift yourself and pick it up. So I think that for some of these things, even though that's not learning, but of course, us changing our attitude and just um, being in flow, and, and 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 kind of trying to not ditch our culture but of course modify the culture so that our children uh, can feel uh, that we are trying our best and our children can see us as as role models in fact for me i think that is the best thing that can happen or that has happened to me as far as all these things that I do is concerned, the fact that my children will look at me and say I am their role model, they it is a big deal to me because uh, my mom was my role model to some extent. She was my role model when I was growing up, but of course as I grew up, she couldn't be my role model because the things that I knew uh, obviously was not in her radar, and and a lot of things she wouldn't understand. And then it was just even after now, it's still interesting because she wants she so feel that I'm a, her, her child, 
but what I see in what I've seen in what in the world, she hasn't seen even a quarter of it. So there is that uh, 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 there's that difference and sometimes friction, if if you would say. But if you are upskilling yourself on a daily basis, guess what? Your children can't call you their role model because they will be coming to you for solutions to some questions that they have. And especially if you are running a business with them, there will be lots of things that they won't know how to do. There will be so many things, even with, they will have the technical skills, but there will be certain things that they will have to rely and depend on you so that you work together to be able to solve the problem for your clients. And that is my uh, my points in terms of you uh, getting your children to listen to you. Now, I'm just going to recap the points so far. Um, the point one is for you to, number one, uh, I would say, is for you to kind of find what your children are interested in because that is very, very important. Because if somebody is not, if they are not interested, you know, you haven't got um, uh, a leg to stand on, as uh, people would say when I used to be in the north, north of England. Um, the next thing is to respect them. I think respect is massive. We need to literally respect our children. We need to give them the praises. We need to uh, to be their cheerleaders. And this is um, uh, Doniana who uh, runs Amazing Parent Gym, and we are in her network. She said, "You know, you have to be your chair, the cheerleader of your child." When we were growing up, uh, you did not toot your own horn. Why not? You know, if uh, it is not about bragging, but then you also need if you don't uh, if you if you don't do the horn of your children, who who is going to do it for them? So that is quite important. And in tooting um, the horn for my child, I just want to say that uh, I'm celebrating today because yesterday I had an an email from uh, from my Vanessa, one of my daughters, um, second daughter's college. She is going to be speaking, be interviewed by BBC London uh, on behalf of her school because of the digital skills that she's learning. And, you know, I'm over the moon. I had to share that on social media because, you know, that it is a big deal to me. Uh, you know, people would say congratulations and I will accept that. But of course, I also want people to see that, you know, their children can do it if they support them. Then uh, my uh, eldest daughter recently uh, landed her first ever um, acting program because she has always wanted to act. And so she was interested in two things, acting and then makeup. So, um, you know, so makeup made her to become Instagram expert. And then now she is also pursuing the acting. So she got her first ever uh, big paying job for acting. She did a one week um acting no it wasn't even one week it was four days acting and the money is more than some people's one month salary which is <laughs> incredible so so those are the things you know um respecting your children and praising them is important and then upskilling yourself you need to be upskilled because without that forget it it's not you can't you can't get their respect if you are not uh, upskilling yourself and having ideas that you can also bring to the table uh, rather than just asking them and constantly shouting and doing all the things that we the African parents do.
So that is my uh, my uh, the three points, and I am so excited that you have stayed up to this point. Send me a comment. Um, let me know what you think, and indeed, I shall come your way again next week. Do take care. Beatrice Yakubu signing out. Peace.